Oh, you said they were going to be 30. This is Team Chaos, and this is the cleaner. They're a robot, son, is it? Actually, the term automaton. The cleaner's multi-directional. It's fitted with a twin wizard blade uh, mechanism at the back. And it's also got a, a trip hammer device at the front. Have you ever kissed a girl? It's the Phoenix Club. Pull off into paradise. Podcasts are rough in Amsterdam. First one I did made me wash my old man in sink. You took your dad with you? Hello, everybody. Uh, didn't take my dad on a podcast. I'll have a job doing that. Welcome to Pull Off Into Paradise Phoenix Nights podcast episode five. I'm Tom. And and as always, Jim is the man in the chair with the facts, figures and sort of deleted scene knowledge. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. This is, uh, I think you said on Facebook the other day that we were recording this one, but this is easily like either the best or like top one or two for me. This is a, a superb episode. It's, it's a non-stop, exactly. non-stop visual jokes and proper jokes and everything. Tell us a joke we know. Return, yeah. return to form uh, after the slow-paced <laughs> rom-com of uh, yeah. singles night. Uh, now we're back to the full-on Tiswas style gag after gag after gag after gag. So much going on. Storylines that get sort of sewn up. New ones emerge. Uh, continuations of old ones. Uh, I've got a couple of theories uh, banding around. Um, and sorry for any old boomers, but I've got a bit of wokery I need to um, offload at some point as well. So uh, we start off front of the club. Obviously, Max and Paddy are discussing Paddy's recent weekend break to Amsterdam. Uh, and they're just talking, you know, doing bouncery stuff, birds fighting and that. And we hear then coming from across the car park, men singing about Super John McGinley. Paddy says, oh, I ate match days. Look at this. We're Bolton, we're Barmy. We're on the march tonight, they're saying. And they're all, um, they're dwarves, aren't they? They are. They want to get all office here, but it's dwarfism, isn't it? Not a mixture of like different sorts of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not growingly challenged. I'm going to edit this out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I challenge people. Vertically, vertically challenged. Is that acceptable? I'm not, not sure it is. <laughs> we'll, edit, we'll edit this out. It'll be fine. Fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a lot of dwarf Bolton Wanderers supporters are coming across the car park, and uh, I'm going to get in a grump straight away, everybody. Uh, the joke, how far away are they? Yeah. That, Pad- that Paddy makes. Because, you know, they're small and they look far away. What I've got to say is I am utterly fed up of people on the quoting groups sharing a picture of anybody with dwarfism 
saying how far away are they. It's not funny. Yeah. It's boring, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... it's Yeah. That's... That's, it's a cheap uh, a cheap gag, isn't it, really? A cheap shot for that sort of thing. According to uh, some inclusion toolkits I may or may not have from work, the appropriate no. term is little person. Is it? I thought that was going to be derogatory. I nearly said that. The word midget is considered highly offensive. Well, there I, you didn't, go. I didn't say midget. You're not getting me on that. <laughs> Cancelled. How long has it been? Three minutes? Cancelled. <laughs> Well, if people who keep showing that joke don't get yeah, cancelled, well, then. yeah, I think that's more uh, a Zuckerberg issue than a sort of wider <laughs> issue about actual appropriateness. It's all right to be a, it's all right to be a Nazi, apparently, on Facebook as long as you don't like use the word shite or something, isn't it? Basically, well, I use the word shite a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, Paddy makes the how far away are they joke funny at the time. Not the 9,000th time. Uh, we're Bolton, we're Barmy. We're on the march tonight. We're Bolton, we're Barmy. We're on the piss tonight. Whoa, 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 says Max. Enough, enough. Get back on the bus. You're not coming in. Uh, and then one of the little people, which I am allowed to say, says, I'm getting married next week. Come on, it's his stag night. Is it money you want? We've got money. <laughs> Why do you pay in bouncers to get in? <laughs> Is it that, like that? Just like before that, there's the uh, one of them says, "Oh, I hate match days." Like this is just what happens every Saturday. Like, something, something happens where people arrive and they just have to like stop them from coming in the club. Supposedly, oh. um, Peter and Paddy wrote the "How far are they?" bit on a train coming back from a corporate gig in Edinburgh. I don't know why that's even relevant, but there you go. Inspiration so in the strangest I, I, places. Yeah. I mean, I suppose if we're going down the like, it's not appropriate anymore. It does make more sense that Paddy was involved in the writing of it because there's a thread throughout the whole of the commentary where he's just says various inappropriate things. So, yeah, there you go. So it's one of the small little people stag do. Uh, they won't let him in. So they sort of storm in, don't they? They, uh, Storm, Max and Paddy. Yeah. Strength in numbers, isn't it, basically? It's not doing much for their bouncer credentials, though, is it, this? No. So, um, whilst some of them beat up Max and Paddy, one of them decides he wants some fags. Fair enough. Uh, So he starts shaking the fag machine. (laughs) And he says, what's up with this? And Max says, can't you read? And it says, out of order on it, like most of the electrical things. In the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, then Max shouts, Oi, tattoo, get away from there. Who you calling tattoo? Deluxe sneaker face. Says the little person, I'm calling you tattoo, and there's a big brawl. Uh, what's the tattoo joke? I was just thinking that. I don't know. Is it something for the old people? Yeah, I, I imagine it's some callback, isn't it, to some obscure sitcom or... Some or yeah, minor film character. If you do know, if you're old enough to know what the tattoo joke is, send us an email, poiparadise at outlook.com. Someone's got to be the first, haven't they? <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're having a big, uh, big fight. And Max says, at one point, come here, you little bastard. 
like while we should say while all this is happening it uh right at the beginning there's the awesome organ intro to man i feel like a woman and then yeah. in the background you can hear jerry trying to sing man i feel like a woman which <laughs> frankly should have been higher up in the mix because it's hilarious <laughs> <sighs> right so then that's that's opening titles isn't it yeah 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 There's a in the in the um, commentary, like Peter says, it's a BS taxi, but I, you can't actually see it say that. But that is Mark Park's manager's company from that Peter K thing, where whether, whether they right. thought we'll get a big sign and put it on the van, and they just didn't do it. But yeah, that's another one of those like airplane style gags that just go over most people's heads. I think. Just you know, we're at main titles. That whole bit with those little people, is that all right? <clears throat> Until not very long ago, I'd have said, Yeah, it's fine, you know, that they're, they're professional actors and it? it's all part of it. But yeah. Uh via my other podcast, I know a chap who's whose son has dwarfism and uh, I think he's pretty fed up yeah, with yeah. stuff like that. And I, so I would have said, yeah, yeah, if they're all up for it, it's fine. But is it? I don't know. I mean, the phrase, that, that bit, like the, the visual gag of how far away are they is, I mean, that is objectively funny. funny. Yeah. There's, but yeah, I can see that like out of, out of the context of the show, if someone said that, if someone shouted that to someone in the street, that is, you know, that's just harassment, isn't it? So, yeah, I can see that. Like, it's not. It doesn't really. It doesn't really wash anymore, does it? No, because when they rekindled Phoenix Nights Live, you went, didn't you? Yeah, and all this crew were there. The little people. The those actors are in it, yeah, as well. Yeah, mm. sort of basically doing the same bit where they sort of have a bit of a brawl with Max and Paddy. I seem to remember. There's a bit. There's a real. There's a really funny bit in the uh, commentary where they say that um, they say that uh, um, what's his name, Young Kenny, uh, Justin Morehouse, is talking to him and he says like, "What other work have you got on?" And he, they, one of them says, "Oh, we're doing Panto this year." And he says, "Oh, which one?" Which apparently is hilarious because. What? Which one could it possibly be? Basically, I feel a bit like that's another one. Elves and the Shoemaker. Examples of that, not sort of, yeah, not that sort of comedy, not being that funny anymore. Mm. It's sort of punching down, isn't it? A bit, really. Not, yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, not, we cut uh, after not, the time. Not what I meant. Anyway, <laughs> it's for me a very welcome return to the armchair superstore. It's easy armchair superstore. Jimmy, uh, having your car stolen, <laughs> which happened to me, scumbags, scumbags. ranks among <laughs> the lowest of the low. Here's John Lennon with the latest deterrent. 
And uh, what have you got? He says the answer to your dreams. It's the Invader Two Thousand. It's a new modern car alarm. It's a car alarm. Well, it is. Uh, and this is all taking place the armchair superstore in the doctor's waiting room. Yeah, there's an establishing shot of one of those like blue and white uh, like signs with all the different wards and stuff on it, and then it yeah. yeah cuts to that sort of tiny rubbish telly hanging on the wall. So you know it's not the Phoenix. It's not. It's not the you know salubrious new television. Is it? It's it's a sort yeah. of rubbish little one. So so Jerry's sat there with all his clothes. He's in his gown isn't he hospital gown and all his clothes are in a washing basket with his little basket sat on his lap yeah yeah trying to watch armchair superstore and the nurse comes says jerry dignan mr dignan and jerry says oh yeah sorry love because he's he's forgot his own name spent too long living the dream as the compare without compare wasn't he that's why you got gollum (laughs) (laughs) forgotten his real idea i think it's like to go back to your theory do you think Jerry Dignan's a nice guy, but Jerry St. Clair's a bastard. Is that how it works? I don't know. Is it, is it the showbiz that makes him a bastard? I think maybe, yeah. I think you might be onto something now. I, th- I think that probably Jerry Dignan was put upon quite a lot in his younger years. And uh, to escape, he's become the saint. Uh, and, and yeah, takes out his anger on the world, which I'll get to later in the latest Dignan's a bastard theory Uh thing so we cut to jerry's in he's in a sort of procedural room and on the radio uh they're playing who's you saw the whole of the moon and we see uh jerry's ass we see the whole of jerry's moon really yeah. yeah yeah um and and it soon becomes apparent that this is to do with his uh toileting issues um that he's had since this we've certainly met him in this series and uh looks like he's having a colonoscopy doesn't it it does yeah, uh, this the whole scene was uh, inspired by Dave Spikey had to actually go for a colonoscopy, and the nurse tried to distract him by asking the questions from last night's "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire?" Apparently, <laughs> that's where the sort of the, <laughs> the knob of this bit came from. Essentially, wow. Okay, so the doctor says if you'd like to pull your knees up for me. Uh, so he does that, and he says, now, I'm just going to introduce a camera into your back passage. Introduce? <laughs> I think that's e- that's easily one of my uh, my go-to phrases. Anytime, anything about welcoming, saying hello, anything. Just Allow me to go. introduce myself, that sort of In- thing. Introduce, yeah. So the doctor, we're looking at Jerry's face, says, look at the state of that, filthy. Sharon, can you give it a wipe? And Jerry's like, oh, they're talking about my bum. But they're not. They're talking about the monitor, aren't they? Yeah. It's obviously one of those, like, just a, like a really rubbish paper towel that you, you used to get from pubs where you had to pull it out of the, the dispenser yeah. as well. It doesn't you know, dry anything. Yeah, it doesn't seem very hygienic, really. But, yeah. Still places with them. That's disgusting, isn't it? So we cut to the Phoenix Club. Uh Marion and Holy Mary gassing whilst they're cleaning glasses, aren't they? Yeah. And Mary says she was with him again last night, Marion. Oh, ah, Mary, that Patrick off the door. They didn't get back till one o'clock. And then they was out on front doorstep saying night, night, so gone too. Have you said anything? Oh, well, what can you say? 
I like that uh, Marion calls him Patrick. Yeah. I don't know, like as if she doesn't really know who any of them are. I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like it's just a bit like oh that that bloke that works on the door. I don't really have anything to do with them. That says loads of Patrick's around. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Marion says, Have you said anything? And Marion says, Oh well, what can you say? I've prayed for her. Well the clues in the name, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Marion says he's not a bad lad, Paddy, but he likes his women. My Mary's not a woman, says Holy Mary. She hasn't even finished her A-levels yet. Come on, let's talk about something else, something else. And then that's just to remind everyone that Paddy's seeing Mary's daughter, isn't it? Yeah, I think that sort of helps establish the later jokes, doesn't it? Yeah. really. So is Mary 17? Is that what we're getting at? If she's not done her A-levels yet. 17 or 18. She's working yeah. behind a bar, she'd be 18. Oh, yeah, true. I'm just painting Paddy as a worse person than he is, clearly. <laughs> Got to make him a paedophile. He's not very PC, <laughs> but I think you've gone a bit too far there. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's reel back from that one. Let's talk about something else. Something else. <laughs> so let me cut back to Jerry uh, in, in the doctor's thing in the hospital uh, going, oh, oh, and the nurse says, oh, is it painful? Very, says Jerry. Oh, don't worry, love, it won't be long. This monitor will take your mind off it. Them's your bowels. And that, still, after all these years, never fails to make my stomach flip. <laughs> what, still. the visual of it? Yeah. The, yeah. Mm. I'm not an expert on bowels, but they look clean as a whistle, them. They do. They look, yeah, recently, yeah. recently. Evacuated. Evacuated, I would say, yeah. Eat your dinner off them, battle. <laughs> Although I don't you know, pretend to know a lot about colonoscopy, but I think that is part of the process, to be honest. I think there's a, yeah. I Anyone mean, who's know. had a colonoscopy, get in touch. BOI Paradise. <laughs> Outlook. Not, not something I thought was going to happen in this episode, but yeah, get in touch. If, if you've got a visual of your bowels, don't send it. I don't think it's it. the same as like, going for a scan when you've had a baby. I don't think they give you a like, a nice photo. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to another exterior shot. We're all over the place this episode. Uh, it's Paddy at his barbers, who he obviously trusts, doesn't he? Mm. Hi, Paddy. You all right? How's it going? All right. What do you want? Your opinion, really. Because he's saying, you all right? Yeah, I'm all good. How's it going? All right. What do you want, says the barber? And I think he means hairstyle, not what do you want? Yeah. He, he obviously wants his haircut. And he says, your opinion, really? Eh? Am I going bald? Going thin on top? What's this there? And before the barber can give his professional opinion... What's going on, mum? I think... We get Max, and what emerges later on is his brother. They don't yeah. mention that at all, do they? Just banging on the glass saying, whoa, whoa. Paddy goes, oh, Christ, what are you doing, Paddy? What's going on here? What are you doing? They come into the shop. How are you doing? Uh, what's going on, man? You're throwing your money away. <laughs> I love the bit. I love the, it just looks so, it's just so funny where Max pushes the door open. 
like I don't know what there's just something about that little bit where he's like sort of stood in the door while it's while he's forced it open and there's just the look of absolute joy to have found Paddy in the barbers is just brilliant. <laughs> you should be putting it on, not taking it off, and he's got some off the floor and put it on Paddy's head. Throwing throwing your money away. <laughs> I didn't know you did takeaways, is one of the lines as well. Love it. <laughs> Right, so now we cut again. We cut back again to Brian and Jerry having a little yeah. chat in the Phoenix. And we've got DJ Paul Leroy uh, on the radio, as usual. And, and Brian's trying to make Jerry feel better, saying, I mean, look at Sushi. He's only 42 and he's coping. Sushi, Roy Fish, off the estate. Great gag. He had half his stomach out and a bag on his hip. He still goes jogging. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Brian's, he says he's trying to cheer him up. He's done one thing. He says, Jesus, I'm only trying to cheer you up, man. You're A1. <laughs> I use this a lot. You know, you're, you're, a, you're a bloody hypodermic, Jerry. Well, well, yeah, I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. But it's got to the point where I use it so much, I'd use it just in any conversation. Just, yeah, just interchangeably with the actual phrase. People must think yeah. I'm bloody mad. When uh, when I told like when I told my wife which episode it was earlier, just before we left, she went, "Is that the one where every time I say, am I hot?' You say you're a bloody hypodermic, Jerry, because <laughs> apparently that's what happens every time. And then I say no before I felt her forehead, which makes me sound like a terrible husband, but you know. <laughs> well, just keep doing it. Never change. Uh, so you, you're a bloody hypodermic, Jerry. You're worried about this and that. That's not what hypochondriac is, Brian. It's a specific <laughs> worry. Uh, put yourself in my shoes, says Brian. Stop stirring your tea, dickhead. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I think if I, uh, that I'd say that's my most consistent uh, Facebook status update from circa eight to 12 years ago. I'd say stop it's stirring, almost, stop stirring your tea, dickhead. It's almost monthly for some reason. I obviously just found it hilarious. <laughs> so Brian, in his usual way, Jerry's worried he's got bowel cancer. But Brian is laying it on thick, saying, "I had only, dreams. I only had worried dreams. about himself, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I had dreams, Jerry. I wanted Frank Sinatra. I wanted Shawaddy Waddy. <laughs> and what have I got? Robot Wars, an alternative frigging comedy. <laughs> and Jerry remembers that alternative comedy is tonight. He says, "Oh no, it's tonight, and it head in his hands." Oh, yes, it's tonight. Yes, it's tonight. Another one of your dreams I've been strong-armed into. Says another, another regular feature of my repertoire, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> another one of your dreams I've been strong-armed into, <laughs> says Brian. <laughs> It'll get the students in. They love all that new comedy. You know how many tickets we've sold? Where's Marion? Eh? You know how many tickets we've sold? Marion? She's gone. She's seen the iceberg. Well, it's not many, I can tell you that. The thing with this, right, talk about alternative comedy. This came out in 2001, right, or whatever. Alternative comedy was like before <laughs> I was born, wasn't yeah. it? It was all Ben Elton well, and the young like ones. A, a, and all a minimum 
nearly 20 years old by this point i'd say yeah like it's <laughs> early me. 80s isn't it really yeah. that, that wave of comedy yeah d- yeah anyway and what have you called us says brian the finest cabaret lads this side of garstang the funny farm the funny farm jerry yes the bloody funny farm that's where they'll be carting me off to says brian because <laughs> potter is pissing in the wind <laughs> <laughs> and Dem Perry and the other boys are all laughing at us. So don't you go throwing a sickie tonight, boy. Don't you dare get on stage and get your act together. I can't because I've got real problems. If you haven't noticed, oh, shut up, says Jerry. Jerry, Jerry's had enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll play it that way, says Brian. We'll play it that way then. Now I know where I stand. Good night and God bless. This is my, one of mine that I use all the time. I'll be in my office shaking off a migraine. Sorry, brain tumor. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't. It sort of passed me by until I looked through the script, ready for for doing this. But I didn't really know what Garstang was. But it's just a village, sort of yeah. near Preston. Yeah. I thought it was like some sort of actual reference that I didn't get, but it's just it's just a t- like a town in sort of North Lancashire, basically. Yeah. I'd heard of Garstang. I don't know. I don't really know what I thought it was, but yeah. You know now? Yeah, yeah. Educational now, you know, now, and entertaining. But now everyone else knows as well. There you go. <laughs> so we cut back to the barbers again. Max's brother's having his hair cut, isn't he? Yes. Um, well, if you look very closely, the guy, or not, it's not even that closely, is doing the worst pretending to cut someone's hair. You've like possibly ever seen i'll have a look out for that next yeah. time so as you come into a club tonight they're having robot wars at the club in the pennine suite you know like on the telly he must be on his ass butter <laughs> <laughs> yeah says max we've entered a robot who me and the hills have eyes <laughs> max's brother won't have it bollocks who's built it we have you can't even change a plug oh i tell you it's an all-out assault vehicle. <laughs> Bollocks, he says. You want to see it? Tell him, Patrick. It's a bitch. <laughs> they say in the thing that they didn't know. Um, they didn't know which sort of reference to put there with the hills of ice thing. So they just went. That was, that was an actual barbers. They just went into the street and asked a few people if they like. Which one do you prefer? Of like the hills of ice. They don't really say what the other options are, but yeah. So. <laughs> That's they couldn't sort of couldn't work it out basically. Well, they're Bolton, they're Barmy, they're on the piss tonight, apparently yeah. in Bolton. So, yeah. So Max's brother says, "How many gears has it got?" <laughs> Max does some like Rain Man style counting, and then he just goes plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? She is in the boot. He says, "Bollocks! I've got to see this straight up." So we cut. Sort of Pulp Fiction style cameras in the boot. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Max's brother like has about five lines, and they all either start or end with bollocks for some reason. <laughs> Max says, "Hey, there she is. You built that," says his brother. Oh yeah, bollocks. We're living La Vida with this," says Paddy. Whoa, hands off! It'll take your hands off. Is this? This isn't the halfway point, is it? Surely not. Mm, yeah, I think it is, you know. 
I think it is. Is it there well. or is it after? No, it's there. It's there. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, like, do you think at that point, the sort of Pulp Fiction nod was already old? Because that, like, when... that feels very old now. But when when did been, it what, come out, Pulp Fiction? 94? So yeah, what's that, like, seven years? Whereas, as opposed to nearly 30 now, but yeah. It was in the lexicon. Yeah, yeah. So, we have the halfway. So we cut outside the club. Uh, Paddy's on the, uh, Max is on the door. Jerry's talking to him. So he says, so, they said they'd be in touch. All I've got to do is wait. Yeah, play the old waiting game. Yeah, yeah. Here you are. Hi, Paddy. Hi, Jerry. You all right? Paddy's come. Give him a cup of tea. Uh, Jerry says, well, I better get back inside. Uh, if any more comedians come, send them through. We'll do Jerry, lad. Off Jerry goes. He's one of the good guys, Jerry. Oh, sound as a pound. Is he still shitting blood? <laughs> I don't want to sort of pretend I know what I'm talking about, but like cinematically, the fact that it's raining is quite a nice like. It, it plays quite well with sort of how depressed Jerry is, basically. Jerry's mood, yeah. On a scene. comedy night as well. Yeah, yeah. It's also like, in, it, I hadn't really noticed until it's it's pointed out, but like Jerry's got his shirt untucked, I think supposedly because it's like alternative comedy, like he's trying to be cool, as if like having your <laughs> M&S shirt, having your M&S shirt untucked somehow makes you, <laughs> it's Ben Elton or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> right, so... He gets upon the stage. Oh, Jerry. Every silver lining has a cloud. And each piece of good fortune must be paid for by the pound. He does a beautiful um, rendition of Smile by band. Long name. Yeah. Um. It's like the brand new heavies or the new radicals, but it's not that. Yeah. I can't remember. Let's have a look. The supernaturals. That's fucking it. So I was completely yeah. wrong in all of my <laughs> ninety-seven. So a relatively up to date song for Jerry to be doing, really. There's quite a few of them. Well, he's got to get all the the students in. Yeah, true. I love so, that it that it's like the it's you know supposedly an alternative comedy night but there's still time for a, a song and a and a dance with the uh, with jerry the saint st Clair. if he's, he's gonna, comparing... still still got to do still got to do his turn he can't just probably in his contract something. <laughs> uh so yeah he's singing away we cut back outside and uh yeah some of the students turn up how clued up are you on university locations across the uk um not very i would say is there a university in bolton well there's i suppose there's manchester down and the, there's one in preston i think that is quite far away from bolton though but yeah i don't know how easy it'd be to get to bolton from like salford or whatever Anyway, yeah, it, it must be like quite a big. Uh, I don't know. There you go, University of Bolton. I'll take it back. What? I've never heard of that in my life. What do they study there? 
University of Bolton, 6,000 students. So there you go. Bit of everything. It was founded as Bolton Mechanics Institute in 1887. There you go. Engineering college then. Yeah. Anyway, some of the engineering students (laughs) turn up and they're talking, doing what students do, and they're talking about how drunk they got one night. And the one man saying, I was really off my head, right? And I didn't get up till three. And I missed four tutorials. And they all laughed. That to me, that's what students did used to sound like. Yeah. Oh, but also I think that's like the three the three people that wrote this. If you asked sort of a random working class person what students sounded like, that's what they'd say, isn't it? Yeah, like definitely. it's like the most cliched thing, like just bloody get up and watch countdown. It's basically that, isn't it? Like Finchy, <laughs> professor yeah, in charge of watching yeah, countdown yeah. all day. Yeah. Uh <laughs> So one of the female students says to Max, is this a fanny farm? <laughs> is this a fanny farm? Fanny farm? Fanny farm? Yeah, the funny farm? Funny? She means funny. You mean funny farm? Yes, this is a funny farm. Yes, it is. Straight down there. Go on your right. Um, do you take NUS? What? Do you take NUS? I don't take none of that shit, love. And neither will you if you know what's good for you. My body's a temple. Go on, get in. And uh, Paddy ushers the, the students in. Says, coming in here with your bloody ha-ha-ha sheesh. Love it. Love that bit. It's just hilarious. And, and the students carry on in their student way, saying it smells funny. Look at the wallpaper. Cool. I hate students. Says Paddy, you hate students? That's rich. You bloody caught in one. Says Max, no, I'm not. Whatever. So he's in denial about his boldness and his love affair with young Mary. Yeah, doesn't want to admit to it at all, does he? No. So he's still singing Smile, old Jerry. Come in and sit down. Here we go. Welcome. I'm Jerry Sinclair. And it's my privilege to welcome you to a night of comedy in an alternative style. <laughs> <laughs> Many, uh, this is probably a good opportunity, but many years ago, we went to an open mic night at the, I think it was the, is it Coton Liberal Club? Um, and it was like a Thursday or something, so there was like no one there. And there wasn't, there wasn't, that Max and Paddy weren't on the door, but there was like an old chap sort of loitering around. And we sort of always went in the wrong door or something. And then we had a big, long lecture from him after we'd explained we were going to this this open mic thing that it was like a jam session type thing and some someone we knew from college was playing about like the various rules of the club and like technically someone should sign you in and all this like just we just wanted to go and watch our mate play johnny be good and then leave like it was just like the most if any if, if anything was a good opportunity to put you off Clubland. That was that was the perfect moment where you just want, thought, "What they is didn't this?" Want you there. They didn't want no, you there. They, it was very, very obvious that they didn't want us there. Thing is, what I do now is when someone says someone's supposed to sign you in, I say, "Can't you do it?" Yeah, and they go. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that little bit always reminds me of of that sort of that moment. Well, I just, think you're about to get in a minute. A little reliving of that experience. 
So he's still singing Smile. He's obviously done that. You better smile. <laughs> we cut backstage to Brian Potter. Right, listen up. These are the rules. You get you get five minutes, ten if they're laughing. If they're not laughing and you're crap, you're off. Yeah, when do we get paid? When you get when you get paid, when you make me laugh, mouth, you're on first. Kenny, tell the saint. One of the comedians says, who's the saint? Always use this one. Him, out there trying to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Watch <laughs> and learn. He's forgotten more than you lot now. He has, apparently. Yeah. Backhanded compliment there from yeah. Brian. Oh, it's still going with smile. So, yeah, Brian's still laying down the rules. No filth, simple as. No smut, no swearing. No racism, right? No queer or lezzy stuff. We don't go there. It's a family club. There's a picture of Her Majesty the Queen out there. As far as you lot are concerned, she may as well be sat on the front row. Do I make myself crystal? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, you know, no racism is is a pretty that that I feel like that rant starts quite well with that bit and then goes very downhill. <laughs> the notion that you can't mention anything to do with anyone that's homosexual at all basically <laughs> i think he's he's living off the nightmare of uh half a shilling yeah true in episode one isn't he because he really emphasizes the no racism part yeah, everything else wanna, is fine doesn't want to get stung there again does he no so they've had this warning right had this warning from him and the lad who asked when they get paid <laughs> who is on first opens up with his classic one-liner and I'm going to defer to the man himself here. Is it me, or do all pensioners stink of piss? <laughs> My grandmother, right, she can't even remember where the toilet is, and that's why she stinks of piss. <laughs> and, and all those, all, obviously, all the students are laughing, but then there's just various cuts to just bemused pensioners throughout this whole half essentially <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he first says that it's some old girl like looking sad like, there's a bit i don't know if it's that bit or another bit but there's one of them's just knitting which i think is quite yeah. funny <laughs> right now we cut to the main event in my opinion yeah of the evening the other suite pen on suite no yeah. Is it in the Pennine Suite? It looks like it's in the... Anyway, don't matter, really. Yeah. Here's... I've got a new uh, character theory. Okay. Who, in this whole series, right, is completely selfless, heart of gold, everything he does is for the club, never takes anything for himself. There's never a a, a way that you could construe it that, that he's on the take. Just a good guy. Who do you think I'm on about? Are you on about Ravon? I am on about Ravon. As in Ravon, yeah. Is there any time he does anything remotely, mildly mean, negative? He is no. solid gold, that lad. <laughs> Got gold in him. From the moment he dug him out of the shit in the first episode. Well, to exactly. To this, to stuff in the next series... Everything he'd done, he doesn't have to do this. He doesn't have to do Robot Wars. He just smokes in. Just does his bit. Anyway, that's where we are. We're in the Pennine suite. 
and welcome to Robot Wars with good lad Rayvon. Tonight is about survival of the fittest, where the last robot standing will be the winner and receive a jackpot prize of £63. <laughs> it's become a regular feature of our chat, like of our sort of WhatsApp messages of any, any local club or pub that does any sort of quiz or open the box or anything that, where the prize is normally less than 50 quid. There's a little green shot and a little quote at some point. <laughs> it just fits in Classic perfectly moment, with that yeah. little sort of, yeah. Classic moment, Roboteers. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. <laughs> Apparently, someone's told me that the American version of Robot Wars is on Netflix now. Oh, right. Yeah, and it's meant to be basically this on scene. A whole, yeah, a whole other... Oh, right, I imagined it would be like a whole other level of just overproduced madness. Maybe it's like... Is it the other way? It's so American, the old concept, right? Anyway, Whoa! Yeah. Wow, look at this! Wow! Yeah! And all that. So, yeah. Did you used to watch Robot Wars? Yeah, I did. Was it? Is it? Was it Jeremy Clarkson for most of it? Or no, Craig Charles? Or was it Craig Charles? Yeah, very different. No, you are right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that Craig Charles at an interview once, like. He hated it. He hated Robot Wars. He found all the people nerdy and boring and like terrible, just not his sort of people at all. And somebody from my school, they might be a couple of years younger than me, entered Robot Wars and got like annihilated in the first round. But something I always thought, what's the scale of your robot? Do you mean, do do you think there's like sort of, like weightlifting category style differences. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, welterweight like, you know, robot. Yeah, if you put in a celebrations tin against Sir Killalot or whatever he's called, it's not going to last very long, is it? Basically, well, that was death. We'll get to that. So yeah, we like could chocolate. <laughs> the cheese grater attached. To it. <laughs> anyway, Max and Paddy are on the door. Max says, hey, up, oh, here's your latest flame now, Paddy. Hiya, you all right? You all right? It's Mary's daughter, Mary, says Paddy. Paddy does a terrible, imp- like, sort of trying to act like he doesn't know who she is. Yeah. Oh, hello, you all right? How are as you? As if he's sort of vaguely embarrassed by liking someone. Like, in yeah. front of Max. And then, are you going in, says Paddy, like, trying to get rid of her? Go on, in you go. He Never mind. Proper, he, he, like, proper shoves her then, as well. Yes. <laughs> so uh paddy in an attempt a thinly disguised attempt to follow mary he's asking max if he wants a brew are you sure got a hell of a thirst on me i'm gagging sure you don't want a brew i gammon for me tea he says in there don't he yeah you go get a brew paddy you go get a brew must think i'm bloody stupid great one this we cut uh back so Rayvon is obviously introducing one of the robots, and uh, it's a bread bin um, with <laughs> some sort of sharp teeth cut into it. And Rayvon says, "I'll tell you that fella needs a trip to the dentist." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Brilliant! Why well, he doesn't need to do this? He's just doing it no. for the love of the club and robots. And, 
there's a there's before we get to because this bit i think is one of my favorites of brian just brian's whole demeanor throughout this whole bit but there's a great deleted scene where in the of the sort of arena of robot wars is like a weird sort of oh, you mentioned this before. it's like a circular tube around the 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 little bit and there's a deleted scene where ray and i think it's young kenny walk through the 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 um, like the snooker room while Brian's there just with this tube but it just keeps going it's like it's like the bit in uh, Life of Brian where they all come out of that tiny little house but like this tube just keeps going and going and going and then Ray Ray's at the start of the tube and then Brian's just keeps talking and then Ray's holding the end of it as well at the end of this like 40 seconds. Yeah. It's just (laughs) obviously there's like way too much to sort of fit into this episode, but I just thought that was so funny, but yeah, that's another thing of like, he obviously set the whole room up and everything. If we're getting into Ray's the good guy. He is. I don't think it's up for debate to be honest. At all, he's not. He's not hung around Brian long enough to be like dragged down. Like Jared. No, he's not jaded yet, is he? Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of Brian, Kenny wheels him into the room, and Ray Vaughn says, "And here he is, everybody, to get this rollerball rolling." <laughs> Welcome to our very own Davros, Mister Brian Potter. Come on, <laughs> scatter the floors. <laughs> There's like what six people in there. <laughs> I used to be on the committee of the local non-league club, right? And and it was really early FA Cup preliminary round, and the team were in a huddle on the centre circle, and the chairman, who was I think he was pissed, ran into the middle of the huddle and was like joining in. And apparently afterwards, he was like, "If you win, I'll get all the beers in or whatever." And uh, when he went, one of the guys just went, "Who the fuck that?" <laughs> It just reminded me, Phoenix Nice, as it often did down there. So, so Ray welcomes Brian Potter. Welcome to Robot Wars. And what does Brian say? I thought he said there was going to be 30. (laughs) Takes a mic away from him. (laughs) This is Team Chaos. And this is the the cleaner. And then he puts the mic back to Brian. And he's just got a look of just absolute disgust at the whole is that, that that a robot, son? Is it? <laughs> Actually, the term's automaton. The cleaner's multidirectional. It's fitted with a twin wizard blades mechanism at the back, and it's also got a trip hammer device at the front. Brian gives such an eye roll at that point as well. It's so what, good. What's the line? The most misquoted line in this whole series. What's the line, Jimmy? The line is, have you ever kissed a girl? Yes. There's no sun the, at the there end. There is no sun at the end of that. The sun Stop is from, it. is that a robot sun? Is it? Yeah. That's it. Just, <laughs> it, there's no sun there. Okay. Don't use sort it. Sort it again. out. As of now, consider that. Everyone knows. <laughs> That's your first and only warning. <laughs> so we cut back to alternative, com- alternative comedy night at the Fanny Farm. Uh, and there's some man on stage with big sleeves singing, there's a lot of bitterness in my life, a lot of bitterness in my life, a lot of bitterness in my life, a lot of bitterness in my life. It just, yeah, a bit random. Throughout the whole, in the, um, the, 
the commentary they sort of joke that they're all real com- comedians and that's their real act but it's not sort of they don't ever say it definitely is it sort of feels a bit like that's part of the like they're just like keeping up the the the, the joke of the whole thing so and the side wings of the stage uh taking you back to those caddy club days it's, yeah. it's jerry watching this irish person and uh he's with one of the other turns and he says are you nervous son yeah do you work teacher good lad good lad do you oh, i'm sick at the moment been really ill mm. nothing serious i don't know i'm waiting for test results you know playing the old waiting game still this alternative comedy what do you make of it all a bit weird isn't it and then at last, Jerry changes the subject. He says, still, this alternative comedy, what do you make of it? All a bit weird, isn't it? And the bloke pulls a knowing face. Yeah. What I like about that is that he, like Jerry calls him son and lad at various points, and they're probably the same age. Same age. Jerry yeah. might even be older, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Irish man finishes. There you go. Well done, son. Nick Artistic, apparently. Comedy in a rhyming style, eh? Les Alanos liked him anyway. <laughs> who who have j- just got to sit on stage the whole night, or do they sort of sneak on before Jerry well, comes on every time? I don't know, because when... Uh, why do all pensioners stink a piss? Les is doing... Is he doing the comedy? He's not, yeah. is he? Oh, I can't no. But then they're on stage. At, yeah, but then Jerry's on stage, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just sort of are around. It's Classic one here. Before we crack on, uh, I've got an announcement for you. Well, the owner of the car with the number plate G653472173456 451912X. Please move it because the number plate's blocking the fire exit. Hey! <laughs> Uh, I've I've actually had to do that again at the uh, Thorowash Victoria. I've had not the reg plates blocking the, but I've had, had to read out a plate. Um, Amazing, yeah, peak non-league that was. That was like <laughs> I felt like I hit the top. <laughs> uh, so Jerry says after that, right? So anyway, yo pussy. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cringe. <laughs> yeah. Now here we go with the next act, ladies and gentlemen. Will you welcome all the way from over there? It's it's Darius. Cheesy organ intro. And Darius is that teacher guy in some blue speedos. Just blue rifrants, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Who his... just was dressed when he was talking to Jerry. So yeah. he's stripped off between then and his intro. It's just he's got Darius written all over his body, isn't he? Yeah. And he's just sort of screeching gibberish and stamping his feet and pulling funny faces. Yeah, and Potter says, is this as bad as it gets, Kenny? Can we sink any lower than this? <laughs> and Kenny Senior says, he taught me metalwork. <laughs> but that don't match up, because Kenny Senior looks the same age as Darius. Yeah. There's got to be a like, surely... Yeah, for a teacher, there's got to be at least twenty odd years difference, isn't there? Or it doesn't like doesn't work. Is this the is this know, the sort but, yeah. of thing that old that people looked older in the olden days? Yeah, 
what like the the classic Peter K bit about Bullseye. Yeah, them being yeah. thirty five or whatever. Yeah. Right. So Max and Paddy are outside. Louis canoodling with uh, he's canoodling with Mary, isn't he, in the kitchen? Well, yeah. Max opens the door, doesn't he, and says. Have you had your brew? He's sort of in the bit where all the barrels are, isn't he? Yeah, and she's pretending to pray. Well, yeah, they're just snogging, aren't they, basically? And then he sort of pushes her off, but then she's, she's, I think what she's doing is like pretending to count the bottles in in the crate. Oh, I thought she put her rosemary beads on and was... (laughs) That's that's later. Not seeing Callum Ball run. Yeah, but (laughs) I thought, I just thought she was, I don't know. Can we sink any lower than this? Right, so Max says, uh, come on, we're up next, us. What? Robot Wars. We're up against Death by Chocolate. We'll shit them. That's Team Voodoo with their robot, Death by Chocolate. And now, Lamontiers, their opponents, Team Double Trouble, and their robot, Ass Kickass. When Frank, Frankie goes to Hollywood, two tribes come. Now, Ass Kicker is quite an impressive machine, isn't it? It is. It looks like a genuine Robot Wars robot, I would say. Yeah. Pickaxe on the front. Yeah, like proper proper axe, yeah, on the nice, front. Nice tuxedo printed on the front of it Yeah, to represent them being bouncers. And, uh, yeah, they proceed to just destroy this child's... Yeah. It's certainly not a, uh, a bread bin or a like chocolate tin, is it? It's like a proper piece of kit. Yeah, it, yeah. That's that's what I mean. The scale, like, imagine getting to Robot Wars and having something that was like an eighth of the size of everyone else's. <laughs> so we cut back to alternative comedy, and Jerry says. So-, so the king said, "He said, no, your pillock. I said, ping pong balls, not King Kong's balls." <laughs> Your shit, get off. Well, that's the joke with that. There isn't a punchline, is there? It's a made up. Yeah, it's a. It it it's meant it's used. It's one of those Peter K things that comes up a lot. It's used like, it's used in the bit of the intro for the Bottom Albert Halls special with like Mr B, the taxi Mr. driver, B's telling it, and there's yeah. all sorts of yeah. It it's supposedly it's a Paddy joke. That's why he gets a additional material credit in this uh, episode. So, there you go. Can we sink any lower than this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Jerry tells his joke, and one of the students says, your shit, get off. Jerry retorts with, they spoilt lovely teeth when they put a mouse in your ass." Yeah, and he sort of fumbles Ooh. the line, doesn't he? Yeah. So it, it yeah, doesn't land particularly well. He says, what? Anyway. On with the show. <laughs> Brian says, he always ceases to amaze me. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut back to Robot Wars. Ass kickers still kicking ass, Team Double Trouble. I think is it, is it at this point they're just, like Paddy's just got the axe and he's just smashing the, the other one. Smashing yeah. Death by Chocolate. Yeah. That's it. That's not Frankie Goes to Hollywood. There you go. That's my fact for this one. They couldn't get the clearance for it for the DVD, so it's basically the guy that wrote all the music just made a cover of it for him. Sounds exactly like it, doesn't it? I'm going to say he's done a grand job. Yeah. 
So we go back to alternative comedy. Another act on. Some bloke whispering about spend a lifetime waiting for Godot and three come along at once. Brian shouts, tell us a joke we know. (laughs) Back into Robot Wars. Frankie goes to Hollywood, still going. Smashing it up. Team Ass Kicker or Team Double Trouble using Ass Kicker to kick ass. Back into alternative comedy. Like I said, so much going on in this episode. Good evening. My name's Jeff, bitch. But you can call me bitch. That's just the ladies, that is. Now, you said that, is it one of the Armchair Superstore hosts? Yeah, I think that's him. Yeah. Plays, is Jeff Bitch Jeff as Bitch, well. yeah. Yeah. Not in the storyline, everybody, don't worry. No, it's I not. I think him. Holy Mary would recognise somebody yeah. from the ass on a, on a stage. So he starts... So we cut in between Robot Wars and, and Jeff Bitch, who's singing song. I'll give him his song here. Tits, tits, I love tits. Despite the lovely teeth when they put a mouth in your ass, didn't they, eh? What? Tits! Tits! I love tits! Come on, get your teeth down, please! Can I get me Zantac? says Brian, and Kenny reaches into his top pocket, Brian's top pocket, just gives it <laughs> Sort of reaches over his shoulder. Yeah. Gives it him. Dips yeah. in. So, yeah, Jeff Bitch is finishing off his number. There you go, Jeff Bitch, there we go. So let's do it. <laughs> so they're all giving Jeff Bitch a round of applause. Uh, back to Robot Wars. The carnage is over. Let's hear it for our winners. Ass kicker. Come on. Well, that's just about it for Robot Wars. Thank you and good night. And there's a little kid desperately trying to pull Death by Chocolate's lid, celebration lid off the off ass kicker's axe. Yeah. That's uh, Peter's nephew, I believe. Is it? Well, there you go. Yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah him. And the, the, the chap that's like trying to help him, the guy with the beard. Apparently, he built all the robots. That's him. There you go. Well, well, you know, a, a, a celebration's tin and a glue gun. <laughs> yeah, and a remote-controlled car. Uh, the yeah. cleaners look semi-sophisticated. It's got twin whizzer blades at the back and a trip hammer device at the front. Yeah, which is just a meat cleaver. I yeah. Think. yeah, meat tenderizer, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> but ass kickers, the real, real deal. So we cut to outside of the club. Ravon's divvying up the uh, sixty-three pounds. What's what's this? She prize money. Twenty quid. Where's this? It's between you. <laughs> we want more than that. Huh? I build it. You race it. We agreed. We ag- we agreed a three-way split. Typical jip all this. I bet he will like this on the dodge one. Oh, yes. I, I spent weeks building that. I put all the grafting. And I'll put my boot in flower if you don't dip your hand in your pocket. I don't think they did it. Ravon's too good. He'd never do him over like that. No. And he seems sort of quite earnest in this exchange, doesn't he, really? Like he yeah. seems like quite genuine in his yeah. in his approach. But I think they're just racially stereotyping him. Typical Jippo. Yeah. I bet he were like this on the Dodgems. Yeah. 
he's he's holding his ground though, isn't he? Old golden golden heart of golden heart Ray Vaughn. Because I spent weeks building that. I put all the graft in. Fair point, I think. Yeah. Max and Paddy do the fun bit, and I'll put my boot in if you don't dip your hand in your pockets, flower. So I yeah. can only imagine that he caved and gave him 11 quid each. <laughs> he does, I think, give him... No, 21 quid, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bit of maths there for you. That's why I couldn't build the cleaner, because I don't know all the engineering maths. Um, we cut back. It's alternative comedy night. Jerry's on his arse, and he, uh, he's having any, a mess. Any, any enthusiasm he was sort of pretending to have as a god, Ebbed away. It? Yeah. Ebbed away. I've had a great night. This wasn't it, but I've had a great night. Student, hey, granddad, your jokes are as old as you. So what are you into, says Jerry? Your mother. That's that's of its time, isn't it? It's of its time. Yeah. Uh, My mother's dead, says Jerry. Did she hear your act? That's pretty good. I think he delivers it quite maliciously. Yeah. Yeah. You're obviously supposed to not like him, aren't you? And it works very well. Yeah, it does work. He comes very across well. as an absolute jerk. So here, yeah. so there's some feedback. And Brian says to Kenny, "Get Max and Paddy." Like I like how sweaty Jerry is in this whole exchange. It sort of adds yeah. to the, the whole thing of him. Very real, like, isn't it? Being sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very real feeling. It's very much like man on the edge, isn't it? <laughs> and then he's he's some some magical comedy juices start flowing. <laughs> And he says, I can't believe it. Honestly, it's amazing. 100 million sperm and you were the quickest. No justice, is there? Bit of a titter of laughter from uh, the Phoenix regulars here. And no. like a few of the, these like, mates as well, isn't it? That's not yet, is it? Is that not yet? Not yet. They take a while. Uh, at least I'm funny, says the student. Sorry? I said at least I heard you, son. I'm just sorry. You only saved your better later on for blowing up your girlfriend. <laughs> you know, you lot made me sick. You think you know it all, don't you? You don't. Beautiful. What a line. What a line. And then the audience are laughing. Can I have a Dignan the Bastard thing here? Yeah. This could have been the end of this. Yeah. Stu would have <laughs> yeah. shut yeah. up. That would have been it, really, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's, Order like, restored. that's a good enough. That's a good enough, like, heckler dealt with. Good night. That's it. Yeah, you've put him in his place. Let's all carry on with the night. Let's have a good time. Let's not ruin it, Jerry. But no, not Dignan the Bastard. Next line, you lot make me sick. There's only one of them. What are you having to go at the rest of them for? They haven't done anything. You think you know it all, don't you? But you don't. Stop, Jerry. He's already dead. Yeah. When back, there's a knock, we're, we're just like I feel like that's back to just student bashing, isn't it? He's really? just that line, but he's that, just not stopping. He's no. on the ropes. He's just battering him. <laughs> uh, when there's a knock at the door, why do dogs think it's for them? I agree with Stu. Not funny. <laughs> he's playing playing to his home crowd with that one, though, isn't he? That's basically tell us a joke we know, isn't it? Really? Yeah. That's like, what. Why did kamikaze pilots wear crash helmets? I've no idea. Ah, oh, they're all going mad. That's their era, the World War II. They love it. This one's good. When they circumcised you, did they throw away the best bit? That is good. That's a good. That's when he makes back. laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, he's already done him 
with the blowing up your girlfriend bit. He doesn't need to go back to digging on Stu, does he? He could do another riff of jokes everyone's heard a thousand times and then call it a night. Yeah, and then the, all everyone's laughing. It's funny. Can you hear them? I, when I finish talking, they laugh. Beam down, planet comedy. <laughs> Don't know where you are. <laughs> and then he, then he starts wheeling out the jokes we know. Bloke went to the doctor's with a steering wheel in his pants. Doctor said, looks painful. He said, it's driving me nuts. Ha, 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 beam down, planet comedy, son. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle. Here's my, ooh, me sugar bowl. I don't get that at all. Not funny. <laughs> is what I'd say. You, I mean, you get, you understand the joke. You get it. It's just not funny. No, I don't get it. I mean, it's a visual gag, isn't it? Over like... The, the song being I'm a little teapot. Short and stout. And there's like, there's actions, isn't there? But he doesn't yeah. do that because he's a sugar bowl. Oh. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing of like, if you have to explain the joke, it's not funny. I feel like we've just proved that very much. So It's yeah. not funny. And then we get the classic butcher, where's your assistant? Sacked him, kept putting his willy in the bacon slicer. Where's the bacon slicer? I sacked her and all. Uh, but Stu says it again. You're not funny. Stu, just leave it, mate. He's like, he's, yeah, he's digging a hole for himself, isn't he? Yeah. What's your name, son? Says Jerry. Any idea? I love That's that. Good. I love it. I love that so much. Stu. Stu? Short for stupid? Oh, everyone goes mad. Well, Stu, this might come as a bit of a surprise to you, but. Yeah, this is a new song. New song. Taking the piss. Look, okay, an extra from Tanker. He, Stu, falls backwards. Yeah. And covers himself in his own pint. Spills his flat lager all over himself. Yeah. yeah. He says, Dick, this is a new top. New top. You look like an extra from Tenko. Because he, uh, he's he got his khaki, the shirt, isn't it? With like a yeah. Japanese flag. Um, you're not supposed to have the... Uh, that Japanese imperial flag anymore. All right. That and and Deck did it sense. on Saturday night takeaway, and uh, they got a lot of complaints about it. Oh, Presumably from the millions of World War II prisoner of yeah. war camp survivors that are still alive. Anyway, <laughs> that's like a, that's all, like the whole Tenko thing is. I think shows the the level of like that. I mean, even in two thousand and one, that's like a twenty year old reference. Like, <laughs> and the rest. Yes, what early eighties, I think. I, I, I looked know. it up before my time. Honest. Uh, don't go out on bonfire nights, says Jerry. They'll sling you. They'll be on. But Stu loses his cool now. He yeah. pushes Jerry. But Brian pipes up. Hey, hey, hey. You push him, son. You push me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And us. And me. Right, you lot. Out before I knock you out. Sling it. Go on. You're not welcome. <laughs> brutal. Yeah, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Brian's not knocking anyone out. Sling it. Go on. You're not welcome. All of you leave. And Stu says he's not leaving without a refund. Now I use this a lot. Kenny, you best make him a bed up. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back. I want a moonwalk, son, but life's a shit house. Classic Potter. 
that's another uh, classic like Facebook group quote. Anytime anything is like refused or denied on any level, that's that one gets real now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. whoever it is that does leave leave its due is just an absolutely terrible bit of acting. It is, well. and that's one of his mates that laughed when Jerry was yeah. mugging him off. Uh, leave it, Stu. Wouldn't come back here anyway. Good. You're not welcome. You're bad. <laughs> so Jerry and Les Alanos start up, uh, and they're saying bye bye, everybody, bye bye, boys, and they're singing bye bye, baby. Yep. Is this uh, basically rollers? It is. <laughs> Jerry saying, "Wave at him, wave at him." It's further, just yeah. Just trolling them now, basically. You've won. You've won. Yeah. <laughs> Such a thing as a bad winner, Jerry. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, they're singing, they're they're singing away there. Uh off they go. Now Jerry's back in his dressing room, isn't he? Yeah. Side of the stage. Knock knock. Come in, says Jerry. Ah, Jerry, you're right. Yeah, not so bad. It's Dougie Hayes of Hayes and Marshall, the agency. All right, Hayes and Marshall, yeah. I enjoyed what you did out there. You handled that situation really well, says Dougie Hayes. Well. Another masochist. <laughs> Entertainment masochist. <laughs> is that like, is the, do you think that was the end of the night, uh, which should have been anyway? Like he could have, like you said, he could have just basically given him the hammer blow of blowing up your girlfriend, gone into a song, and then that was it. That would have Everyone been the end has of a the nice night, night anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but that's ruining it. But yeah. Anyway, what I forgot to say is when they're all getting chucked out, all the students, Ray Vaughn's still in his robot gears, robot wards gear, <laughs> and he's got a drill with a yeah. screwdriver attachment on it. <clears throat> he's just holding it in it the air and like whizzing it around. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah. they're going past, I think so, there's a, in that whole bit where he's like, where Jerry ends up on the floor, on the like, on, not on the stage. He sort of looks more and more sort of like Dave Spikey just doing stand up. Like he yeah. gets very comfortable in that in that delivery. I don't know I if that see, to me that doesn't quite fit with Jerry being as not very good. Yeah, not as good yeah. as it as throughout the whole thing. Unless he's missing his opportunity to be a comedian, I went to see Dave Spikey at uh, Bedworth Civic Hall. Did you? Was yeah. it good? It was all right. <laughs> uh, a lot of Peter K stuff. The um, misheard song lyrics was in there. Yeah, because he claims that as his, don't he? Maybe that's what is that why they fell out? And the uh, "Don't Stand Too Close" as you may get sucked off that one. That's one of Dave Spikey's yeah. allegedly. But I don't know. Yeah, it was all right. It was like this, except without Stu. Um, yeah. So Dougie is... Uh, so Dougie says he handled it well. You want to be in on a Saturday cabaret night? And Dougie says, no, I don't. Why? What the hell? I like what I've seen already. That's very kind of you, sir, says Jerry. Look, uh, we do cruises, the Caribbean, Mediterranean, or to Rotterdam. Who wants to go to Rotterdam? <laughs> You know how I make Chris Barr? I do. By the way, he's in a band called uh, a band called Malice, a tribute to the jam. Everyone should check them out. He used to be in a Killers tribute band, and they used to play gigs on the overnighter to Rotterdam. Oh. This, what, on the was, cruise? 
on the ferry to Rotterdam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's just an overnighter. And they played in the bar and they used to get paid loads for it. But apparently it was like the Wild West. <laughs> You're trapped on a boat. There's nothing anyone oh, yeah. can do to stop anything. And it's just insane. But yeah, check out Band Called Malice, won't you? Um, so, yeah, going to Rotterdam. Not bothered about getting your feet wet, are you? Says Dougie. No, Dougie. Give me a bell. Thanks, I will, Dougie. Say Dougie again, just so we know his name, Dougie. See you later. You might just do that. And that is the end of that. Didn't go on as long as I thought it was going to. No. It is a good one, though, isn't it? Where did I do it? Just to add, add I think the the the, uh, the sort of credit scene of the audition is one of my favourites in this one, I think. Which one is it? It's the, the old couple doing the dancing, and they're all just... Like the Peter and everyone are just sort of actually just laughing throughout the whole thing, I think. And it, it, uh, yeah, just the the couple that obviously fell out of love with each other for a lot of years ago, but just love dancing to the organ version of Bar of Hell. <laughs> they book them though, don't they? They're the first ones. Yeah, yeah. It weren't the top one anyway, and it should have been up there, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, whether it's just, do you think it's just because the the one with Beverly Hills Cop perhaps doesn't land as well, or is it just a combination of that and this is actually, like, brilliant? Oh, there's so much stuff. Because you're trying to think about what episode, what, right, it's called. It's called Robot Wars, the episode. Yeah, which doesn't and come into it until the second minim- half. Minimal part of it, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and in there, you've got, uh, alternative comedy as well as Robot Wars, just so much stuff going on. Jerry Jerry's illness, Ill. yeah. yeah. The barb, the whole barber scene, yeah. The, uh, the the love affair between Paddy and Young Mary, <laughs> absolutely jam packed. Yeah. So, yeah. we shall be back. Yeah, we uh, we haven't discussed this, but I didn't know whether we wanted to mention that I went to see Peter K not that long ago. I did. Just as tell a, tell, as tell me about it. Tell me about it. it. I think it was the first arena one, so it was in sort of December, and it was all right. All right. I don't know. Again, I don't know whether that's because for a long time I probably could pretty much recite all of Top of the Tower if someone started me off. Do you know? Like I feel like I watched. I I just I fell in love with. That that and the Albert Hall's stand up are like up there with like it's it's almost like beyond it's a bit like this whole series it's like beyond the actual what it is it's just part of like part of the lexicon of of what I sometimes I just quote most some of it like in day to day life but yeah it was it was don't like, get me wrong it was funny but I wasn't well you'd hope so wouldn't you I wasn't like crying with laughter and having to pick myself up off the floor. Did he it was good? Was there a lot of remembering, or has he taken that criticism? Mm, no, it's it, yeah. There's a lot of. I th- I thought you could make. I thought you could make a lot of comedy out of whatever what has happened over the last three years. You know, like build something out of the fact that you no, stuck at home with your wife or whatever. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah, yeah. That, but there was just really no mention of it. And it was all sort of when he worked at Blockbuster or whatever. 
like more it was remembering. All, yeah, yeah, and and then there was a lot of the, there was a lot of misremembered lyrics as well. There was a, there was a big bit of that, and a kind of big big crescendo of the end, which was which was great. But it does, makes a big point of like not spoiling it, so I won't. But yeah, yeah, because obviously the tour runs till about twenty forty three or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like who's been ill then? Because um, well, his, his nana died, of which like yeah, and there's some that quite, happens to yeah, ninety odd year old. Yeah, and it, there's there's like it it does it does that thing very well of being funny like. There's sort of emotional. There's an emotional bit of that, but it is also very funny, and it like links in with some of the other stuff. But yeah, like that's it's quite sweet, really, rather than hilarious. So we don't know bit. who's been ill. No, well, like why the last tour was cancelled or anything like that. It's not really mentioned, unless it was that. But I mean, you know, in the Albert Hall's one, she's old. Exactly. And it is terminal, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> don't worry, love. You'll still be able to visit. Right, right. We'll, we'll be back uh, for the end of the series uh, next yeah. next month. Uh, we should do something for it, shouldn't we? I don't know what. We should do something. Uh, it, it's it's um, it's talent trek. It's the grand final. It is. It's a cracking yeah. little club. <laughs> That is also a good episode. I feel like this this series ends on a on a double header of a high, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. And and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh booking right said Frank and uh <laughs> seeing you next month. Uh yeah, do email us. It doesn't have to be about colonoscopy, it can be about anything. Uh POI Paradise. Doesn't even have to be about Phoenix Knights if you don't want, just something. Obviously that'd be better. <laughs> But yeah, uh, POI Paradise uh, at Outlook.com. Um, I think yep. we better end with uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah, Tom. Okay, cool. We will. See you next time. You took your dad. A bit of fun, yeah. Whoa, oh, oh, totally crazy. Forget I'm a lady. Men's shirts, short skirts. Whoa, oh, oh, really go wild. I'm doing it in style. Whoa, oh, oh, feel the attraction. I feel the action. I'm coming for you. I'm doing a day. Oh. It's the Phoenix Club. Pull off into paradise. <laughs>